The Phoenix Ooh. Suns did it, baby. The Phoenix Suns did it 11 years too late. But yes. we got Eric Gordon, baby. I'm going to take a big sip of my Powerade and we'll react to this. Cheers. <laughs> I got this 805. It's it's day drinking time here in Phoenix. Unless you're watching the podcast, then you know that it's clearly a Diet Dr. Pepper. But uh, Suns Geek, we had a show together yesterday talking about all the different free agent acquisitions looking at the roster, delving deep into it, going into the recesses of how to pronounce people's names. Here's an easy one to pronounce. Eric Gordon yep. is now a member of the Phoenix Suns. Eric Gordon has signed with the Phoenix Suns. So before we react to this, before we dive into it, whether you're watching live on the Suns Jam Session podcast or listening later or you're watching on Suns Geek, we encourage you guys to Hulk smash that like button, subscribe, follow, Check out the Suns Jam Session podcast, Apple, all that good stuff. Leave a nice review for them because they do amazing work. John, we were live less than like 24 hours ago. <laughs> and just like with the Bradley Beal stuff, here we are again. So first off, man, how are you doing? And what is your reaction to all this as I pull up the Shams tweet? Well, it's like, it's again, it's one, one of those where, where were you? For real. When, when you when you saw that one, because you know a lot of the transactions that occurred on Friday, we knew were coming. Uh, not necessarily the players, but we knew the timing of those situations. So we all were prepared, right? We got to our little labs. We had our computers up and the phone with the notifications going, and we kind of knew who, what, when, where, and how these different things were going to go. Uh, but as the dominoes started to fall, you knew that going into Sunday that the majority of the dust had settled. And as we referenced on the the uh, podcast yesterday that it, it looked like the Suns were kind of done yeah you know it, they, they were pretty much had everything squared away and everybody is locked in and we're like okay this is what we have Eric Gordon was still out there but it wasn't necessarily somebody that I feel we were keen on getting because of the sheer fact that the Suns roster appeared to be full so I was driving today you know I was driving uh it's actually uh, kind of a somber day. It's the one-year anniversary of my father passing away. So I actually went this morning and was hanging out, popped a Bud Light or a Budweiser with him in his grave and was driving home. And then all of a sudden the notification comes. And I was just like, her? Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Appreciate you, Pops. He got that one for me. So he got us Eric Gordon. Thank you, Dad. Yep. Well, rest in peace to your dad, man. Sorry for your guys' loss. And thank you for sharing that information with us. We do appreciate that. Where were you? Just chilling, man. I'm not going to lie to you guys. You guys know I keep it real on this channel. I was exhausted from the last, what, 48, 72 hours, all these live shows. And I'm trying to get everything looking good on the channel. I don't even know if it looks good right now, but whatever. <laughs> we signed Eric Gordon, but I was tired. So I'm not going to lie to you guys. I slept in. I drank some coffee, ate a light breakfast, and was Ooh. just chilling. Was just on the computer doing whatever. And then all of a sudden, bam, Eric freaking Gordon has signed with the Suns. Hopefully you guys can see that tweet okay. We have some things that we're going to react to. We're going to talk all about it. So I've seen a couple people put in the chat and on Twitter. So this is coming from ESPN. And I also think the athletic has reported to this as well. Correct. Eric Gordon has agreed on a two year deal with the Phoenix suns. I'm just going to share my screen. So you guys can see what I'm looking at over here. Hold on. Give me a second here. Um, let me see if this looks okay. Perfect. So yeah, here's the ESPN article about it. Two year deal, including a player option. Uh, they they let the agents report to Adrian Wojnarowski. Six of uh, the deal is six million dollars. ESPN's Brian Windhorst says, and John, you know this. This is uh this is a huge move, man. This is a guy that you know we we definitely saw up close and personal in the playoffs. 
played very well against us in the playoffs, a veteran in this league, and for maybe like a split second was a former Phoenix Sun, you know yeah. what I mean? Because oh, for, for maybe some of you younger, you know, Suns fans out there, or, you know, for all the bandwagon fans out there, you guys may not know that Eric Gordon wanted to come to Phoenix a long time ago. And he, I, I think we literally put out a red carpet for him and we almost signed him. But then the, I think the New Orleans Pelicans or whatever, the Hornets at the time, mm-hmm. they were the ones that, uh, oops, sorry, I'm playing around on here Have too fun. much. They were, they were the ones to pretty much match the offer. But that was a time when, you know, like was Goran Dragic even on the team back then? Yes, you know, he like, was. Like that's how long ago it was. This was before that famous 2013-14 team, which I am in love with, that won 48 games and nobody ever talks about. And we were trying to build a team like that. And Eric Gordon, unfortunately, did not sign. We're going to react to some stuff later. But yeah, I mean, this is huge. And just real quick, you guys, last year played in 69 games. Nice. 12.4 points. Nearly two boards, 2.7 assists, 44% from the field, and 37% from three. So, guys, we're just sitting here and reacting. We're talking all about it. Eric Gordon has signed a deal with the Phoenix Suns, and I'm hyped, man. Again, this is one of those things where, where were you? Like, I kind of got a little jittery, and maybe that was the coffee talking. I got a little (laughs) jittery when we made this move. But, John, one thing I was thinking about here. Mm-hmm. is this you know, now look he could start and we had great conversations yesterday about who's going to be our fifth starter and and maybe like let's say josh Kogi might start a little bit or or whoever eric gordon could potentially start but john feel free to disagree with me here i'm okay if he comes off the bench what do you think I'm a hundred percent okay yeah. with him coming off the bench. And I think that he actually fills a role that yep. as we explored who the potential fifth starter was for the Phoenix suns. The other question we have is who is the sixth man? Yep. You no, know, is Cameron Payne a true sixth man? No. So getting Gordon does give you a guy who's literally won the award back in 2016 slash 17. He was the sixth man award winner, but he's going to be somebody who I don't think starts, but due to his offensive explosiveness and his capability to be a two-way player, to be somebody who can uh, facilitate the ball if needed, he might not start, but he will definitely get the minutes with this team. He averaged last year in playing with the Los Angeles Clippers and the, the Houston Rockets, you know, like you said, 69 games. He averaged 28.5 points. Whew. Okay. That's now, granted, in, in Houston, he started all 47 yeah. games, and but he only terrible. started and they were terrible. But he started 11 of the 22 games uh, for the Clippers and he, he averaged 24.9 points. If you look at his playoff run with last season with the Clippers, again, he started due to the quiet, uh, uh, Leonard injury, but if yeah. you go back and you look at just seasons in which he's primarily coming off the bench, right? He's still go go back to like his sixth man of the year, you know, where he played in seventy five games, but he only started fifteen. He played thirty one minutes, so this isn't just your standard guy who comes off the bench, gives you twenty minutes, and goes yeah. sits down. Yep. This is another offensive threat that that adds to that backcourt. In a, on a team that's that, as we mentioned yesterday, did a really good job feel it, filling the front court with size, athleticism, and straight up dogs. Yep, guys who've had to work hard to get to where they are. Guys who are not ring chasers. Well, guess what? We got our first ring chaser, and he fits in fucking perfectly. perfectly. Yep, exactly. So I got the basketball reference page pulled up, so we can kind of get to know Eric Gordon a little bit because yesterday. We were reacting to like middle names and how to pronounce certain names and everything. 
So don't forget, even though the league was in a completely different place back then, was the 2008-2009 All-Rookie Team, uh, won the Sixth Man of the Year Award back in 2016-17. I'm not going to lie to you. I forgot about that. I think he also has a three-point uh, contest championship to his name, played for a few different teams. This is just kind of an overlook of his career. By the way, speaking of nicknames and stuff, the Hobbit. The Hobbit. That's fantastic. The e Hobbit, Money. E Money. E G E J. Splash Gordon. 3G Air Gordon. I like The Hobbit. I might have to work that into a Sun's Jam session drop at some do point. Do it. Please. One do ring it. to rule them all. One ring to bind them or whatever. Do it, please. So, guys, I got to know. I'm, I'm going to try to keep my eye on the chat. What are we going to call Air Gordon? Is it going to be any of these nicknames? Are we going to come up with one? We got to know. So put in the chat what do you think his nickname should be. <laughs> but, John, you know, you were talking about just how this guy fits in perfectly. He is a great scorer, veteran in this league and everything. But, like, I just feel he chose us for a reason because it was reported. I think it's even in the ESPN article and on The Athletic that there were other options out there. Uh, there I think were. it was the, the, the Golden State Warriors. Now, Chris Paul, you know, the transaction there probably had something to do with that. Um, but also I think the, weren't the Rockets or something, that the Rockets were possibility. Yes. Now I'll go on my Rockets rant later, but they've had an incredible off season, by the way, shout out to Jock Lundell who yes. got paid to go play for them. But we'll talk about that later. But yeah, man, just a veteran in this league. This is a guy that can also, even if he is coming off of the bench, man, sort of like in a Chris Paul role where he can calm the guys down a little bit help take control of the game. We were talking about playmaking a lot yesterday. Mm -hmm. Can maybe do a little bit of that. I don't really know how he is on defense, to be honest with you, but I know that he's going to compete. I know he's going to play hard, and I am hyped. And I have to share this image real quick, John. Uh, and I know you saw the shout-out to oh, Ridiculous yeah. Cage on Twitter. It's so good. I had, to, I had to tweet this. I had to react to it. The beautiful Photoshop right there. And yeah, again, for, the, for those of you who are listening, it's a photo of Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, <laughs> and Devin Booker with the cardboard cutout that the Suns, when they yep. had initially offered him, you know, gather around, young Suns <laughs> fan, gather around the campfire. Let me tell you a story. All the way back in 2012, when the Phoenix Suns uh, tendered an offer to Eric Gordon for four years, nearly $60 million, which at the time was a lot. Yeah. And he was a restricted free agent at the time. And we thought that that was enough to bring him in. He was going to be the next guy. It was going to be him and Goran Dragic. We're going to be the backcourt post Steve Nash. Future, yep. And they had the, they had, you know, the, the picture that you're showing of Eric Gordon, a cardboard cutout wearing the sun's number 10 Jersey and the ugliest jerseys that we had, which were the Steve Nash home jerseys. It said, welcome Aaron Gordon to Phoenix. And then of course, New Orleans went and they matched his, uh, his tender sheet that the sun's provided to him. So, you know, that was, that was really for those of you who don't remember the sun's or didn't follow them 10 years ago, it really was a turning point in the organization. Cause it was where we took a big swing and we thought we'd hit a home run and we actually struck out. And that was part of that next decade of being in the doldrums and not being in uh, in the playoffs. But yeah. yeah, this is, you know, yeah, a decade too late. You know, he's now what, 34 years old. Uh, he's somebody who has, you know, 15 years experience and he's not nearly as a bulldoggy, if you will, on defense as he yeah. once was. He's not That's as why spry. I, was like, I don't know how he is on defense, to be honest. He just, he's not what he used to be. He was, yeah, he yeah. wasn't, he was never an elite defender, right. but he, he was somebody I would classify as an above average defender yeah. at times in his career, earlier in his career. He's definitely, you know, gone off a cliff 
uh, I wouldn't even say a cliff. He's just he's slowly rolling down a hill when it comes to defense. But offensively, I mean, for those of you who watched the Clippers uh, and the Suns in the first round, Eric Gordon had some really good moments. I mean, he can still fill that bucket up. And when we talk about the Suns and not having a true point guard and how they're most likely going to do Bradley Beal and Devin Booker in their, in their backcourt, well, guess what happens? You pull Beal out for a little bit and you input yeah. Gordon, you put Booker out there now with Gordon. And then, so you have this, this switch ability. Uh, Cameron Payne's going to be a part of that rotation. Another thing that's very uh, low key awesome about this is there's one thing that we all fear and that is fear itself. No, it's Bradley <laughs> Beal and or Devin Booker getting hurt. Well, now you have a security blanket behind them. Preach. So if they, if Devin Booker does hurt his hamstring or Bradley Beal does, you know, pull a calf and it, instead of rushing him back and saying, okay, we need you guys back in 10 games. Like dude, take 20. We got yeah. Eric Gordon here and he could fill it up. Exactly. Absolutely. hundred percent. It's like, I, he's yeah. like Landry Shamit on steroids. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Uh, this is, this is going to be a huge signing. You guys, and we sort of referenced that yesterday, how just we have some insurances for certain situations. Like maybe it's a campaign coming off of the bench and starting. That's an insurance right there. And there's some of the other guys that we mentioned earlier, but this is the big one. This was the signing that again, it might be a few years too late. And I was a little skeptical at times, even in the past couple of years, I was like, would Eric Gordon really help us? But now with this roster, I truly believe it. Maybe it's a little recency bias. Maybe I'm a little overexcited, but damn it. I am excited for Eric Gordon to be in the Valley of the Sun. If you are just joining us, Eric Gordon, the news broke a while ago that he is signing with the Phoenix Suns. Looks like a two-year deal. And I am just absolutely hyped for this real quick because we keep talking about like 11 years ago, however long it's been. This is another viral image that, uh, you know, came with all that Eric Gordon stuff. I, I don't know who originally is that um, Alvin Gentry right there. That's in the Alvin red? Gentry on That's the left hand so side of that. That's yes. so good. <laughs> I love Gosh. that. I, I really believe I think we did put out like a red carpet and welcomed him to the valley. I think there was like a tour or something. And oh my goodness, man! I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, it's it's just <laughs> it's so good, you know. And again, this is another guy who can close games as well. Yes. If you need if you need him to, the versatility that he brings to the lineup. And I don't care if you know if you want to talk about quote unquote fit or quote unquote not fitting. The dude's coming fit. in on a veteran fucking minimum deal, yep. man. Yep. Like this is this is insane. What the Suns have done this off season is literally just blown it up in such a positive way. You know, an, another team that a lot of uh, national pundits are referencing at such a great job that they're doing is the Los Angeles Lakers, for example, right? And they've made some good moves. They got Torian yeah. Prince. They re-signed yeah. Reeves. They re-signed Rui Hachimura, you yeah. know? But but again, like, that's Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura. Yeah. Like, yep. they had, you know, Rui is so inconsistent. He had, like, two good games in the postseason. And he like, has not lived up to a top What 10. a signing. What a he signing. He, he, he hasn't lived up to a top 10 potential either. And then Austin Rivers, you know, he had a great year and he can play very hard. He can Rivers draw, or Reeves. Or Reeves, whatever his name is. <laughs> you can see where my mind's at. I'm fried from the last like 72 hours. But I feel you. Austin Reeves is great. He's a great player. He's proven me wrong, but maybe he might be a victim of somebody who got a big contract and may not live up to it. He's already got a shoe deal. Like, are you kidding me? What are we doing here? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this, though. The Lakers have had a good offseason. I'm sorry, Suns fans. They have. you got to admit it. Um, but, yeah, man, this is this is huge. I'm just kind of reading some stuff on The Athletic 
to see if I'm missing anything. Yeah, they don't um, have much on the athletic. It's yeah. actually a, it's a quick summation. They talk about yeah. how uh, the Clippers waived him on June 28th instead yep. of guaranteeing his contract for next season. He would have been owed almost $21 million. Uh, but again, what that does is that opens up nearly $100 million of cap space for them because it doesn't put them into right. the penalty. So that's the why. That's why yeah. the Clippers, who also made some decent moves this uh, free agency, they said no to Gordon and put him on the market. And I honestly... I, I was hyped about the potential thought that he could come here, but I honestly didn't think it was going to happen. Right. So I never, we, when yeah. we talked yesterday, I don't we didn't think even we talk talked about, about it. it. Yeah. Yep. That's my little next segue was that was just the one thing we didn't discuss, but this is a guy that is going to help us win some games and definitely score. And again, it was in the back of both of our heads. I don't even think we mentioned his name once yesterday. And this sort of goes into that conversation of, the new CBA and salary cap and do the mm -hmm. Suns have any money left? But what I know this is that it seems like the Suns have their 15 players, at least for right now. And we can dive into that in a minute because there are some things I want to talk about in terms of the rest of the Suns roster, which we kind of did a pretty excellent job talking about yesterday. Mm -hmm. But real quick, before we segue into that, shout out to my guy, Josh, who's, who leaves the $2 super chat. Appreciate you being here, man. He says, great pickup. Love the channel, Brandon. Thank you so much, man. And then we got another super chat from Black Sunday. In the Clippers series, I effing hated Eric Gordon. Glad yeah. he's on our squad now. He was he, a pain in the ass. No, exactly. He played really good. Go back and watch some of those highlight Suns fans. There were times where we could not stop him. You know what I mean? That's how good of a player he is. And I just want to double check something. He's only, what, 34? 34, yeah. Like, he's still got a couple years, guys. Now, obviously, it's way too early to even think of what we're going to do next season, but maybe he likes Phoenix sort of like Josh Okogie. Maybe he wants to stick around another year. You know what I mean? Like I'm hyped for this. He's only 34. Also another super chat here from saltiest gaming. If the Suns stay healthy, they'll win the chip. John, I think oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I was just no, going to say, good. what did I, I, I'm sure we talked about it yesterday or I might've talked about it on one of my many live shows, but I said, there's no excuse not to go to the finals, man. Unless we get hurt, God forbid, NBA gods forbid that. There's no excuse, man, especially with this Eric Gordon signing. What, what do you think of that? I think Saltiest Gaming, uh, shout out to him. Always yeah. a gr great supporter yep. of our channels. He's absolutely right. If the yep. Suns stay healthy, they will win the championship. They, this is the best. And it's so funny because I, I think of, Going into the 2020-2021 season, I was excited because I'm like, holy shit, this team might finally get out of the doldrums of, of the lottery. And they Preach. did. And they went to the finals. Yep. That Going into that next season, I don't think I've ever been more excited for a Phoenix Suns team coming into a season since literally probably like the 94 Suns. <laughs> yeah. Those seven seconds or less teams, as much as I love them, I knew the faults that they possessed. And the faults were they were too finesse and they couldn't beat the physical Spurs. And that would always be until we could beat them in the playoffs and advance to an NBA Finals in the right. back of my mind. After seeing the Suns go to the Finals with this squad that they had, knowing that they bolstered some of those positions entering the 2021-2022 season, and then to see them rattle off a franchise record 64 wins, I've never been more confident and more excited for a team entering the postseason. Obviously, we know how that ended. I wasn't as excited about the team going to to this past season because I felt that they didn't address a lot of their holes in the, the previous uh, off season right. going, going into next season with this signing. I've, I, I, it, this is, this is the most confident I've ever been. This is a team that's designed to win a championship. Now, again, we have to see it play out on the court on paper. 
Yeah. This is the best team I think we've ever had on paper, and I don't think there's any arguing that. And if there's anybody in the chat who can tell me uh, a team that you feel on paper was better than what the Suns possess right now, I'd love to have that debate. I, I don't think it. I don't think it exists. You have a top five, uh, top fifteen player of all time on your team in, in Kevin Durant. You have a in his prime Devin Booker, who is. Uh, on both sides of the floor, a dog and somebody who can score at will on at any uh, spot on the floor. Yep. You've brought in Bradley Beal, who is a three-time all-star and a 30-point score two seasons ago. And now you've bolstered it with size. You've bolstered it with athleticism. You've bolstered it with the right attitudes and the right effort, I feel, that's going to allow this team to be a championship contender. And Eric Gordon is literally like the missing piece, I feel, that this team needed is somebody who again who's going to give you 24 to 30 minutes spell devin booker spell bradley beal take a lot of pressure off of them consistently night in and night out can close games if need be as i've mentioned before yep. mm -hmm. i just you know it, it's checking all the boxes yep. in my opinion of what this what a championship level team in phoenix could be yeah. now obviously there's the joker and and the continuity that they have and that organic chemistry which is something that the phoenix suns possessed going into the 2021 2022 season they knew who they were and where they would be and this is going to be a for the most part outside of four players a completely new roster well like five six players because they brought some guys back but that being said you put all of that together you sprinkle in the fact that you have a top eight center in DeAndre Ayton, who's not going to be expected to carry the weight in any way, shape, or form offensively Preach. and can sit back and be a defensive anchor that Frank Vogel wants him to be. And on both sides of the floor, this team is fucking scary, man. Preach, man. I, I absolutely echo and agree and will repeat everything you just said, man, 100%. Um, real quick, you guys, just a little housekeeping things. We got over 500 people on here oh, simultaneously damn. on both channels. So I need y'all to crush that like button. It tells YouTube that both John and I from the Suns Jam Session podcast that we are doing a great job. Share the show, everybody. Tell people about Suns Geek. Tell people about Suns Jam Session podcast. I would really appreciate it. And I'll also, get a shameless plug in yeah, here if I it. can. Go for it. Make sure you follow the show at Suns Jam on Twitter if you're still on there. But go to brightsideofthesun.com as yes, well. Yes, sir. It's uh, it's an SB Nation site. I'm the site manager there. We put out great content. We just published the article breaking down this transaction as well. So if you get a chance, stop by brightsideofthesun.com. Absolutely, absolutely. And John, you just became the uh, the site manager over there. Any quick thoughts before I answer a question here, or not quick thoughts? Any any quick like backstory with that, or maybe we can talk about it later. Not the just the it, it's just, you know, Bright Side of the Sun has been a, a leading uh, conduit of information for the Suns going back to like, I think, 05, 06, yeah. when blogs really started popping up. And, you know, I'm blessed and honored that uh, Dave King is kind of stepping down a little bit and and he's letting me take over the reins. You just pulled up the site right yep, there. You can right see there. that, you know, it's it's a great place to get Suns information. So I know that, you know, you've been on there uh, featuring yep. some articles and you can see a lot of articles that I've written and the rest of our team has written. So uh, shout out to, every, to all the writers on Brightside. They do an absolutely fantastic job. And again, go check out the article that was just posted. You can get every Suns Jam Session podcast over there and all the, and a few other great podcasts, painting mm -hmm. the Flames and a few others. So go check out Brightside of the Sun. So I've been waiting to kind of uh, at least attempt to answer this great question here from Colin who was generous enough to leave the $5 super chat. And also you guys, thank you, Colin. Thank, thank you for the super chats, by the way, saltiest gaming, black Sunday, Josh, JT Hitman. We'll get to all of your super chats in a minute here. 
This is a good question, though, John. And we mm-hmm. kind of had this conversation yesterday, but I like the way he kind of worded it here. He says, I was hoping for a point guard with more than 2.3 assists. Not going to lie, I kind of saw that, too. I was like, eh. But he says, any concerns here, Geek, or is it time for the ring dance? Not necessarily concerned, and this sort of is going to – I might sound repetitive at this point, but I, I kind of feel it's true, though. This sort of goes back to the – you know, the Frank Vogel and the Bradley Beal, the press conferences that we've had, they both said, and I quote, multiple ball handler attacks. And we brought back campaign. So like, I guess I can see your concern here. And it is a very fair question, a very valid question, but I'm not too concerned with it. That ball is going to be zipping around. You're going to have three of the best scorers in the NBA. You know, two of them are at least going to be wide open. Same thing with Eric Gordon, a few other guys. I'm not too concerned right now. Maybe I'll be changing my tune down the road, but you know what? I'll take it, man. Well, what do you think about this great question here? It's a great question, and I'm not concerned with it either because you have to look at it as, you know, a little bit from the positionless basketball standpoint, which a lot of us are trying to break the habit of doing. The Suns do have playmakers. You have Devin Booker, you have Bradley Beal, you have Kevin Durant. You have three guys who are part of your starting five who have the ability to play make. They're not just shot creators, they're playmakers. And I go back and I say, who just won the, the finals? Jamal Murray was their quote-unquote point guard. Yep. The year before, it was Steph Curry, quote-unquote point guard. The year before, <laughs> it was Drew Holiday, quote-unquote point guard. So the traditional point guard that we're used to seeing, and that's why this question comes up a lot, yeah. it's because as Phoenix Suns fans – this is a city built on the foundation of having quality point guards. Chris Paul, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Kevin Johnson, Stefan Marbury, uh, Dick Van Arsdale. You yes, know, I mean, it's just the, this is literally a franchise that has the traditional one, if you will. And the Suns are moving away from that, and they're saying, hey, we want everybody to have the ability to be a point guard, right? We have everybody who can set somebody else up. Uh, in transition and play with pace and not have to slow the game down and just run pick and roll after pick and roll after pick and roll. So I think that while traditionally we're sitting there and we're looking and we're like, okay, we're bringing in Eric Gordon. He's a guy who doesn't necessarily have the traditional stats that a point guard would have, as you mentioned, 2.1 assists. And on his career in 15 years, he averages 2.8, but he averages 16 points a game in 32 minutes played in his entire career. He's somebody who is, again, might not necessarily be a distributor, but is definitely somebody who's going to put the ball in the basket and open up opportunities and have opened opportunities due to the gravity of the yep. the, the roster constructed. With Bradley, you know, they're going to run it out there sometimes. We might see some KD at the five. Yeah. And you and you have Beal, you have you have Booker, and you have Gordon out there, you know, or with KD at the four and eight and at the five. And you just spread it out. I mean, the, the versatility that this team has. They have some bigs. They got some wings. They got Yuta Tabus who can shoot. They got Damian <laughs> Lee who can shoot. They've got uh, Eric Gordon who can shoot. I guess the, the biggest question I have, is Damian Lee going to give up jersey number 10 so Eric Gordon can wear it? I mean, right. we don't right. know. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, man, you know, I had a kind of a scary, or not really scary thought. I had sort of a concern when you were talking about, like, some of the lineups. And you know how Monty was always, like, experimenting against certain teams? Yeah, in the play- playoffs. Yeah. I'm a little concerned maybe when we play the Nuggets, you know, just maybe it's just because of that, what happened. That's everybody, though. But like, Yeah, exactly. It's everybody, and it's one of those things. We'll figure it out when we're there, and we probably really won't have to be super concerned about it until the playoffs. But, like, we have a couple bigs that can at least – nobody can stop Jokic. Let's be real. 
that. Nobody can. You could have three DeAndre Aytons out there, and they couldn't stop him. Yeah, so, Jokic is just going to pick you apart. And, exactly. you know, what all the, the Suns can do is focus on what puts them in the best position to win. Yeah. And what they've done this offseason is exactly that. Yeah. You take a look at the bench that went against the Denver Nuggets in uh, the Western Conference second round, and our bench is deeper. You take a look at our starting five. Our starting five is deeper. You know, we talked about when we lost. It's like, well, it's going to be interesting to see how they build this team around Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. They've added Bradley Beal. They've added Eric Gordon. They've added, you know, Utah, Utah Wantanabe. Yep. They've, they've added uh, Keda, Keda. Kata Bates Diop. You're down with KDB. Yeah, you know me. The, you know, they, they've added a ton of assets around this team that complement what Devin Booker and Kevin Durant do. Now, the fun thing is we have to sit around for an entire summer, especially here in Arizona, sweltering, sweating <laughs> our asses off, letting the sweat go down a crack of our ass as we sit around and wait for this season to begin because I'm yeah. so pumped. I want it to start next week. Absolutely, man. I know. I wish the season would start next week, man. Speaking of that, by the way, there's a couple summer league games tomorrow. I think there's like mm -hmm. five, actually. There is. I think that's the uh, the it's either the Utah or the California Classic. And then the Phoenix Suns Summer League starts July 8th, I believe, or 7th. That's correct. Uh, so I'm absolutely hyped. And again, Suns fans, you do have a reason to watch this year. New rookie Tamari Kamara is over there. Jordan Goodwin, Isaiah Todd, I believe, and a few others. So mm -hmm. it is actually worth watching. So, John, I know we didn't go over this backstage, but I... There's a good super chat here. Thank you, JT, for the $2 super chat. And I want to actually show you something. And I don't know if it's real. It could have been BS, but I, I was tweeted or someone tweeted me it. Uh, he said, can they still sign Craig if they waive a player? I'm thinking this is extremely unlikely. I, I, no, Matt Ishbia never stopped surprising me at this point. I assume it's possible. I just think it's unlikely. Now, what I wanted to share was Suns Orbit apparently DM'd Tory Craig I'm going to share my tab so y'all can see this. Ooh. And again, I don't know if this is real or anything. Um, let me just. Sorry, my. It's not. It's not my my Tory Craig burner account. <laughs> I'm like, so I was tweeted. It, he said Tory DM this at Matt Ishbia. Please bring him back. And then the DM here, I'll click it so you guys can see it. Hopefully, you guys can see it. Uh, let me just lower this real quick. He said, "Don't leave us, Tory Craig." Sorry, let me just pull all this stuff down. How do I get rid of this? Just click on the comment again. Yeah, there we go. So he said, don't leave us, Tory Craig. And apparently Tory Craig responded and said, you got to tell them that it's not up to me. I don't know if you guys can see that, but that's apparently what Tory Craig said to Suns Orbit on Twitter. Hmm. Um, so I just thought, and again, I know we didn't really go over this backstage, but that's a good question here from JT. Can they still sign Craig if they waive a player? I think it's unlikely but it is possible at the same yes. time. Maybe he wants to go to a contender, more minutes. But if this DM is real, uh, and again, apparently he was on a live stream and was joking with the fans and said, like, we'll see what happens. Like, I think that's an actual clip you can find out there. So I don't know, man. Well, what do you think about this? Well, it, they can definitely sign him. You can have yeah. up to 20 guys on your roster prior to the start of yep. the season. You just Absolutely. have to chip it down. Uh, to the 15 players, uh, including two ways. I think what they'll the, what they should do is they should waive Ish Wainwright. Ish Wainwright has a non-guaranteed contract. So if you were to sign Tory Craig right now and then you waive him because you have to cut the roster down, you still owe him that money. Whereas with Ish Wainwright, the way that his contract works is it's not guaranteed until January 24th. So if he's on the team in December, 
they would just pay him up to that point in the season. You know, he's getting his paycheck every two weeks. And then once he's gone, he's gone. He's not guaranteed right. anything past that. So if they can, in a perfect world, Ish Wainwright's kind of like one of these things is not like the other. And it, it should be Tory Craig taking that spot if they can make it happen. Now, again, Tory Craig is one of many sons that are currently still unrestricted free agents out there. Tory yep. Craig, Terrence Ross, mm -hmm. TJ Warren, Darius Baisley. None of these guys, Bismack Biombo, none of these guys have signed with other teams. So it's yeah. going to be as, as these next few days kind of occur, it's going to be interesting to see if any one of them come back. And if ish is the guy who ultimately is on the chopping block, as I stated on yesterday's podcast, I think that they, they uh, picked up his offer. She uh, for ish Wainwright, that is simply because it, it, it's a backup plan. Hey, yeah. we know we got ish. We know he's a solid player. We know he's a good dude. He's a great human being. Let's bring him back. And then much akin to like Jock Landell, they initially tendered his offer. And then once free agency was coming around, they're like, oh, hey, I, we realize we can get Drew Eubanks, who is a better version of Jock yep. Landell. Uh, let's go ahead and pull that offer back because we don't need that security blanket of having him anymore. We can go ahead and we can give that offer to Drew Eubanks. The same could be said of Ish Wainwright. And if they can do that and keep Torrey Craig, I think that is another massive win yeah. for the Phoenix Suns in free agency. Yeah, if they can somehow swing this deal and get rid of whoever, if even if it is, I hate to pick on Ish Wainwright, but if it is an Ish Wainwright and you get a guy of Torrey Craig's skill set, and again, the, the chemistry and the veteran leadership that he brings to this team, that's just an, that, that's the icing on the cake of, uh, that has been an A-plus Phoenix Suns offseason. And, and I said the word, the word skill set, and that, that's sort of my next point. I just kind of wonder, because of what Torrey Craig brings to a team, if maybe he's going to want to seek another opportunity. Trust me, Suns fans, I would love to have Torrey Craig back, and I would love to have him back for the right price, but like, Due to how the Suns have operated this offseason, maybe that's not what he's looking for. I don't well, know. Well, and the other side is, you know, when you're an unrestricted free agent, the first few days is literally you are testing the market to see what your value is. Exactly. And perhaps he is learning that his value and perceived value isn't what he thought it is and or teams just aren't willing to pay it right now because of the new CBA and there's certain players, you know, he might want six, seven, eight million a year. And they're not, some teams aren't going to go, you know what, we're going to do our mid-level exception on Tory Craig, right? You know, so he might be testing the market and if it doesn't work out, he's going to sign a veteran minimum contract. If not with Phoenix, with somebody else, that'd be weird to see him in a, like an, in a different Jersey at, on a contender, right? Like we saw him with Milwaukee yeah. the year that we went to the finals and we traded for him and he actually ended up getting a ring that year, but then he was with the Pacers and they were like, Nobody. It'd be it weird if he weird. became like a yeah. clipper or something. That would be, I would be very frustrated. So pretty much, we we traded uh, Eric, or Eric we Gordon. traded Tori Cray for Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Real quick, uh, just wanted to get to another super chat. Again, thank you guys so much for all the super chats and everything. Shout out to my guy, Hitman X. He has been with me in this channel for a long, long time. And I appreciate you, Hitman X. He says, Yes, sir. Bench is complete. 100 emoji. Tis. Uh, yeah. You know, Another thing, I guess, and, and we sort of went over it, is Eric Gordon can lead a very solid bench unit with this team. And this is why I kept repeating over and over again, John, yesterday when I said, these guys are going to have to earn their minutes. They're going to have to scratch and claw for their minutes. Mm -hmm. Eric Gordon sort of can use the seniority, if you will. You know he's getting minutes. Yep. He might even start. So these guys are going to have to work their tail off even if it is a Josh Akogi, for example, and the, the the kind of lineups that we're going to see out there, 
could be really good. Some of them are going to be exciting, and I'm just so pumped to see how this is all going to look, man. I am, I'm, I'm hyped. And this is a good time to remind all fans out there that not all 15 guys on the team play and or give you quality minutes consistently, exactly. right? Like there's a guy out there that I'm sure that a lot of Suns fans, after they saw the Bradley Beal trade, got hyped on, and that's Jordan Goodwin. Yep. Make sure you watch Summer League because you're going to see plenty of Jordan Goodwin. For but real. you're not going to, with Eric Gordon, Jordan Goodwin might be a guy who you're not going to see as much of. Because again, yeah. as I mentioned before, Gordon's going to play 24 minutes a game at least. And a lot of those minutes would be potentially opportunities for Jordan Goodwin to play and develop. So he might not necessarily have an opportunity to play out there as much. And that's okay. We don't need every player on the entire roster to get 45 minutes a game. It's statistically impossible. Exactly. And also that like this isn't NBA 2K, you know, like there's gonna be some nights where you're gonna need certain players here and there. What are you looking at over there? My <laughs> wife just came and skyped my diet, Dr. Pepper. I thought you were looking at like a bee or something like flying in your room. So I got scared. I was like, what's going on? But- I, need more, I need more diet, Dr. Pepper. I mean 805. I'm <laughs> midday drinking like a man. Give me a give me one of those uh those Heinekens. Huh? I was just I was just gonna say pretty much my thought was that. These guys are going to have to earn their minutes. And let's be real. Same thing with the Bradley Beal stuff, man. There's going to be some nights where it's going to look bad out there. And we're going we're gonna to all be like, oh, my God, why did we trade for Bradley Beal? And why did we do this? And why did we sign this guy? There's going to be some growing pain, Suns fans. Frank Vogel knows that. The whole team knows that. These guys are going to get to work. And I am so excited. And, again, going back to Summer League, Jordan Goodwin and everything, some of these guys might get low minutes because this team is just so stacked and real quick by the way i didn't listen to the full interview yet but speaking of jordan goodwin mm-hmm. i think he was on with arizona sports and he said something that reminded me of javon carter he's like i'm gonna work my ass off and practice and pick up guys 94 feet and play defense and everything i was like man we kind of got like a version of javon carter out big there time. as well big time and he's that kind of player exactly and i'm hyped man this is just so good so yeah we we just had to go live and react to this everybody uh this is huge news. The Phoenix Suns have signed Eric Gordon. He has reached a deal with the Suns. Apparently, it's a two-year deal, and uh, this is hype, man. So, John, Lonnie, I know- Lonnie Walker just went to the Nets. Yeah I, I, yeah, I glanced at that. I like Lonnie Walker. He plays hard, man. He does. I'm glad he's not on the Lakers. Ooh, the yeah. Lakers are the best offseason ever. Get out of here with your bullshit. We got Eric Gordon. <laughs> exactly. Like, I kind of <laughs> wanted to talk about the Lakers, kind of wanted to talk about the Rockets, but they, uh, yeah. Keep talking. I got time. Let's go. <laughs> okay, cool. My wife told my daughter, Dr. Pepper, she gets none of my time now. <laughs> cool. Because I was like, I didn't know when you had to get out of here and everything. So that was when it's go time. We'll, we'll talk about the Lakers last because we, we always want to beat them. And this isn't a Lakers podcast. But I will say this. Let's just talk about the Rockets real quick. Because former Phoenix son, Jock Lundell yesterday, got signed to a big deal. What was it, like four years? I don't even remember. 32 million. 32 million. Yeah. He got paid by the Rockets. And, John, let me tell you, I know you've been following, but they have had a solid offseason. Adding a player like Jock Lindell to their roster, I'm not saying they're going to win the championship. I'm not even saying they're going to make the playoffs. But they got Fred Van Vliet. They got Dylan Brooks. They have a whole bunch of young kids over there. And you're adding Jock Lindell. I probably missed a move that they did. They got M.A. Udoka. They could be a really good team. And shout out to Jock, man. You know, he was a fan favorite over here. We talked about it yesterday. He played his ass off. Wouldn't mind throwing an elbow, getting dirty and all that. He plays hard, man. Any thoughts on the Jock Lindell move to the Rockets? Any thoughts? Just 
on any of that. Good, good for Jock. You know, I think that he had the carpet kind of pulled out from underneath him right before free agency started when the Suns rejected his initial offer sheet that they gave to him, as I mentioned before, and he turned it into eight million a year yeah. or seven, seven something a year. You know, with the with the Houston Rockets. Now, part of that deal, uh, it's not fully guaranteed. Um, I think yeah. that it's. I think that's a couple, you know, there's a couple uh, options. I don't know if they're club or player. And that probably goes with the new CBA stuff too. Yeah. yeah. And then I just like, I, I'm, I'm unbelievably happy for Jock. You know, we know who he is. We know what he is. Uh, he's a fuck shit up guy. As I like to say, he, you need those guys on your team. He's going to be playing behind Sangoon, but he's going to get, yeah. he's definitely going to get uh, minutes. That's for sure. Absolutely. And I think that he's somebody who is going to give them some depth and some hustle that they need. Now, obviously his, primary deficiency was on the defensive end and you take a look at that team as a whole you know fred van vliet is a average defender dylan brooks is uh, a below average defender who acts like he's a fucking elite <laughs> defender you know they got kevin porter and jalen green and jabari smith so they got a lot of young guys who want to score uh they have was it amen thompson yeah, he amen went to thompson. them he's an so athletic I'm, freak man yeah he is yeah. i mean he he's he's unbelievable yep. but they're they're a team that's going to be a good i feel like league pass team a yeah. team that mm -hmm. you enjoy watching but they're not going to be able to put together stops uh defensively i think they traded away kevin martin jr um yeah and they I, did just I, recently yeah to the clippers i think for like yep. two second round picks i was like fuck i wish we had two second round picks i'd love to have that kid yep. yeah, he, he, he's a he's a freak um but it's it in summation, I just I'm very excited for Jock. Yeah, you know, he kind of got the screw job on the way out of town, um, and he turned it into a, a very nice paycheck for himself. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. And you know, I'm seeing some little bit of feedback. I don't know if people are just scared of the Rockets or if they just don't believe in them. But think about it, man. They went from being a lottery team to getting a pretty damn good point guard and friend Fred Van Vliet, who I know a lot of Suns fans out there wanted him. They got a defender and a a uh, weird personality in Dylan Brooks. And you mentioned yes. one key name there was Alfred Sengun. A lot of people yeah. may not know about Alfred Sengun. He is a solid center who is super young, still growing, still developing. And you got Jalen Green and Amon Thompson and probably some other guys I'm forgetting. This team could be really good. And like maybe they did overpay for Brooks and Fred Van Vliet. But I think I'm okay with that, man. Like sometimes you got to pay to win. And again, we're talking about the Rocket Suns fans just because Jock Lundell just landed a deal with them. And yep. uh, I don't know. I'm just optimistic about young teams because we were once a young team. Let's humble ourselves, Suns fans. We were in a spot once like the Rockets where we were in the lottery trying to sign big players. And now look at us. Yeah, so. now we're signing Eric Gordon on veteran minimums. It's like, <laughs> what the hell has happened, man? Four years ago, you know, we started the podcast four four yep. seasons ago. It was the 2019 20 seasons when Matthew, uh, my co host, and I, Norm, we started that. I started writing for Brightside, uh, I think fe January, February of 2020. I th actually think my, fir my first article for Brightside of the Sun was March of 2020. It was a preview on Obi Toppin in the draft. And then the next day, the entire world <laughs> shut down. I was like, what did I do? Did I, did I break the internet? I wrote this piece. They published it. And they're like, uh, fuck it. Boy, this writing shut down basketball, shut it down, shut it down now. So we've been doing it for so long. And that the team that we were back then with Papa Ricky Rubio and Kelly yep. Oubre, and, and even that was a turn the corner type of team to look what, who, and what we are now. Uh, it's, it's, it's impressive. Absolutely. It leaves me speechless. Yep. It's great, man. This is just this is just a huge move. This is a great day. This is a one of the best 
off seasons in Phoenix Suns history, man. And I've seen a few tweets here and there. Uh, James Jones, even if it is Matt Ishbia running the show, James Jones deserves a lot of credit. If I said anything bad about James Jones, I take it all back. And Matt Ishbia, man, holy cow. Well, so uh, what what were your thoughts? I mean, I'm, I know that you know you're you're a psycho like I am, and you were watching <laughs> along live when uh, Bradley Beal was introduced. And one of the first questions that was thrown up there wasn't actually a Bradley Beal; it was at James Jones, and it was the question was along the lines of, "How do you feel working with Matt Ishbia? Yeah, kind of ha- has your role diminished?" And James Jones' response was, "Matt is awesome. My role's actually expanded. It's like he's given. It's like he's unlocked." this ability to go out and do things that he's probably wanted to do in the past, but he worked for an organization that was, you know, trying to rub two nickels together and try to make a dime. Yep. Absolutely. No, that was one sort of quote that might get overlooked because we saw the little circus that it was the Bradley Bill press conference, you know, the whole it's internal thing and all that stuff. But I'm glad that question was asked. And I, I, I sort of clipped a video from certain live shows that I did shameless plug, go check it out on the channel where I was pretty much talking about Matt Ishbia's first five months have made Robert Sarver's tenure look worse. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's all that stuff, you know, the Robert Sarver saga and all the stuff that happened, but I'm talking like basketball, really. It it makes his tenure look worse. And I did say in those live shows, I said, maybe one day I'll be eating my words. God forbid that this all blows up in our faces and it's a disaster like three, four years from now, but I don't care. Right now, Matt Ishbia has done an excellent job. And and the way that you worded it, it seems like maybe Matt Ishbia might have unlocked, you know, Mm -hmm. James Jones to go do things and maybe be more aggressive. Because I think James Jones said that he has like a bigger role or something like that. And uh, I love it, man. I mean, James Jones deserves a ton of credit. The Suns front office. I'm sure there's people above and under him that have helped all this happen. They all deserve a ton of credit. He deserves a ton of credit. Matt Ishbia, man. Hallelujah. I, I don't even know what to say, man. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like in 2028, we are going to be having yeah. much different songs. <laughs> we're going to be singing a completely different tune where it's like, we can't do anything. Kevin yep. Durant's retired. Eric Gordon's gone. Devin Booker wants to trade. Bradley yep. Beal's broken. We have no picks. And we're still going to be sitting here podcasting, too. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, we're going to enjoy this. Yep. We've earned Absolutely. it. God damn it. We've yep. earned it. That's why I mentioned, man, I'm like, let's humble ourselves, Suns fans. Like, we we were, go back just a few short years ago, man. We were in the lottery and all that. We traded for Cam Johnson. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we have come a long way, Suns fans. And uh, we'll just have, well, there's, there's so much that is still yet to be determined. So many questions. But I think Suns fans, the Valley, the state of Arizona should be excited, you guys. This, we, we've been a contender. We still are a contender. And unless, God forbid, the NBA gods, you know, if there's injuries, don't there's, say it. There, there's no excuse not to go to the finals, man. We absolutely have to go to the finals. I guarantee and, you the odds on DraftKings have yeah, changed. reflected the, what the Suns have done. And, you know, they, they'll most likely still have the Denver Nuggets as the favorite as yep. well. They should. They are and the they, champs. Yep, they should. Mm-hmm. But Phoenix, you know that teams around the entire NBA fans of basketball throughout the entire NBA are taking a look at what Phoenix is doing. And they're just going, damn, like, yep. for example, you know, I, I'm a subreddit guy. I love Reddit. I hang out there a lot. I learn a lot there. And you see a lot of the comments. If you go to the R NBA 
thread and it says, you know, Eric Gordon has agreed to deal with the Phoenix Suns and you start to read a lot of different um, comments that fans are making, you know, and it's like uh, somebody said, how many times have the Suns tried to get him? Finally got him. And that's huge. I mean, how true is that? Right. seems like every time there was Eric Gordon was on there, we do Eric Gordon, Eric Gordon, Eric Gordon, Eric Gordon. And we finally got him. Uh, somebody said their free agent signings, the free free agency signings have been pretty damn good so far. They got a good handful of long three and D guys and some good off the bench scoring talent. This definitely fixed their depth issue yep. because that's what everybody said about us. Yep. You know, uh, I'll hit you with a couple more comments that are on the subreddit. Go for uh, it. Let's see here. Somebody said Phoenix already using their mid-level expe- uh, exception. Dang. It's like, no, we haven't. <laughs> you know, we haven't even used that. It's just, yeah. there's a lot of, and this is the other side of this, Suns fans. Get ready. If Twitter works again, get ready. <laughs> because opposing fan base is going to be coming after the Suns. It's guaranteed. Yeah. What Sun, what the Suns have put together is a bona fide super team on paper. Bona fide. So anytime that the team underperforms, or goes through a three-game losing streak, you're going to hear it. Oh, well, you got this, that, and the other, and you still can't win. Just my my one bit of advice for all Suns fans out there. You ever seen the movie Pulp Fiction? <laughs> yep. You know, there's that part at the very end where they're in the diner, and you got Jules, who's played by Samuel L. Jackson. He's like, bitch, be cool. Bitch, be cool. We got to be cool, man. We got to be like Fonzie. What's Fonzie like? He's cool. That's what I want you to be. I want you to be cool. Let's just be cool. Let's just enjoy the ride. Never too high, never too low. Be like Ricky Rubio. That's what we have to do because everyone's going to be gunning for us. All the fan bases are going to be gunning for us. They beat us. There's going to be that game that we're going to lose to the Rockets. Yep. And man, we're going to be pissed. Like, damn, that's one we could have won. And their fan base, you know, for those of us who are actively uh, engaged in social media, and then, like for us, you know, we do post game podcasts, the Suns Jam Session podcast. If you don't know, after every single Phoenix Suns game, we go live right here on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and then we post the audio shortly thereafter. And in the chat, there's always opposing fans, yep. and it's it's hysterical to me. It's like your team just beat the Suns. How do you how do you celebrate? I'm gonna go to their podcast and talk shit, like. Especially Warriors fans, they're absolute worse. Yeah. Uh, but that's a good question. So you have Stick Hyde right there. He says, we're going to win six, 70 games. Yep. Way too early prediction, all right? Way too early. <laughs> Juli, July 2nd. How many games do we win, Suns Geek? Way okay. too early prediction. Before the Eric Gordon signing. I think I had, I don't know if we, it was, I'm losing track of how many live shows I've done. So I'm losing track of who I've had these conversations with, whether it was me or you or whatever. Before we got Eric Gordon, for some reason, 52 to 53 was sort of my answer. I don't know why. I just felt 53 in my veins. But now with Eric Gordon, screw it. I'm going to go high up. 57 wins, baby. We're going to win 57 games. What about you? What what do you think? Put it in the chat, by the way, everybody. I think the Suns, this season, again, way too early predictions. Way too early. no idea the way that the rest of free agency is going to pan out. We have no idea uh, what the season's going to look like. I mean, you look at last season and the way that the Western Conference was. I mean, what the Suns end with, like 47, 48? Yeah. You know, somewhere in there. I don't even remember. But it was just, I know that it was a kerfuffle right there in the middle. Uh, This is a 60-plus win team, in my opinion. This is a team that they could win like 65 games. They could go like, you know, 65 and 17. They have the talent. Yeah, absolutely. They have the talent. Uh, cause 
you know, look, every season's different. And this year we saw a lot of parody and everything, which I, I love that, by the way. It just goes to show how talented and amazing the NBA is. But if we do win over 60, you know, 60 something games, this goes back to your kind of point earlier when you said this is on paper one of, if not the best Suns team ever assembled. And Coda Kid says we're going to win 82 games. Let's go. Jay, so I can't, I don't want to butcher your last name. Jay says 60. Uh, apparently, Richard Jefferson said 40. What's up with that? I don't know. Uh, 58. Uh, Mark says we're going to win 60 games, 60 plus. And then um, Suns win 65 this year and set the franchise record. If that happens, oh, wow, we're getting, I'm, I'm the chat. I'm trying to update the chat, but it's flooded right now. With If I missed your win prediction, I'm sorry. Like, you should see what I'm looking at here. Lace Bacon <laughs> says 60. I'm seeing a lot of 60s. Someone says 68. Fabio says 69. Nice. Um, Giggity. So, so many, so many. I, I can't even keep up right now. That's how many are flying in. Um, so, John, I don't want to keep you too long, man. I know that you want to go enjoy the rest of your day. Same thing with me. Is there any final thoughts on this Eric Gordon stuff that we can kind of put a bow on this? Is there anything else you would like to discuss? Um, I mean, go for it, man. This is your show as much as it is mine. So, well, again, I appreciate you having me on your channel and I appreciate you coming on my channel. I love that we can do this cross pollination of thank of you, content. StreamYard. Uh, yeah, StreamYard, the best right up here. It's above me over yep. here somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Uh, for those of you listening, <laughs> yeah, you've, you're just, you're like, shut up, guys. Uh, no, I just, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm absolutely excited with this signing. It really is the now we know who the fifth best player on the team was. Yep. Right. I mean, that was half of our debate on the podcast yesterday. Who's the fifth starter? Who's the fifth best guy on the team? We know now. And I think that having that defined role is absolutely paramount for this team moving forward. I think that the Suns might not be done yet. So don't go to bed yeah. tonight being like, well, and that's you that. said that uh, yesterday. You yeah. said it yesterday. We're not done. Yep. And so there's still some opportunities out there. And I think that when you have a roster like this, you have people knocking on the door, but yo, can I, can I come in? I, yep. I'm, I, I hear good things. I want to be a part of this amazing experience that's happening. Uh, I think that the excitement level again, is through the roof, knowing that we have Frank Vogel, yep. uh, who's a defensively minded guy. Who's got a lot of good offensive guys around him. And hopefully won't be fumbling the lineup like a millennial looking up a plumber and the yellow pages this up this upcoming season and postseason. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. So, you know, I stated it earlier and I'll probably continue to state it as we continue to crank out content throughout the summer is, you know what? I think that uh, we just, we have to, I, I want, I want the season to start now. We have to be ready for the season to start. And I, and I see jalapeno 23. What's our starting five as of now. It's still up in the air. I yep, honestly think that mm -hmm. I think I think that's a Bradley Beal and Devin Booker backcourt. I think KD plays the three. Yep. I think Kata Bates Diop plays the four, and DA plays the five. And then that's where that's your baseline, and you start from there, and then you you adjust accordingly. If Kata Bates Diop makes sense, and he's hitting knocking down his corner threes, and the defense is appropriate enough to where both he and and DeAndre Ayton are not only providing quality shot deterrence on the defensive end, but snagging offensive or I'm sorry, defensive rebounds and preventing offensive rebounds, then that's what you want. You have your, your scores up front and you got your defensive guys in the backcourt. Uh, if that doesn't work and you need to put you to, uh, uh, I keep wanting to say you to boost you to want to uh, you put one uh out there and see what he does. And maybe if you want to, you know, throw KD at the four and then go with Eric Gordon, you know, at the one and, 
Beal at the two and, and Booker at the three, you, there's plenty of options. Here's what I ask everybody. Go just plug it on 2K and see what happens. I don't yeah, know. for real. Nope. I'm gonna I gotta echo. go do that right now. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna echo and and repeat everything you said, man. So we're putting a bow on this, Suns fans. We pretty much have talked about it all. Just one more thing I want to go over, and I don't know if you have to get out of here, John, but uh Suns Summer League. We kind of referenced it earlier. Here mm-hmm. is the schedule. Let me just lower this real quick. Uh here is the Suns schedule. We got Phoenix Suns basketball in a few days, everybody. Yeah. First game is against uh the Milwaukee Bucks and the uh, Bucks. NBA TV. If you're able to watch it, I'm planning on doing some summer league stuff as well. So you guys can uh, subscribe to Suns Geek for all of that. I just wanted to share this graphic with you guys. And if yeah, you I got to talk to my podcasting partner see if we're doing mm-hmm. uh, post game shows after summer league. We might exactly. just be that crazy. I don't exactly. know. <laughs> I mean, hey, we got the time now, and unless there's some massive trade or another big signing, uh, we're going to need something to talk about, John. So that's why I wanted to bring this up. We actually have a reason to watch uh, Summer League this year. Uh, So, John, we're going to just kind of let the people know where to find us and everything, and I just wanted to give some final thoughts on the Suns offseason. Well, it it feels like the Suns offseason is over, but first off, John, Thank you so much for joining me. I know that this is sort of a, a rough day for you and the family, and I'm so sorry for that. So thank you for taking the time, man, to join us. And, uh, you know, just look, this little partnership that me, you, and Matthew have simultaneously going live. And you mentioned earlier, you you guys are always live after every game. You guys are the original post-game podcast. Um, just I'm glad that I've been a part of that as well. And you guys do incredible work. Congratulations on your new position with bright side of the sun and everybody go check out bright side of the sun after the show. I'll, I'll make sure to put it in the description. So John, just any final thoughts you want to tell the people where to find you Twitter apparently may not be a thing anymore, but I know you guys are on TikTok and you. Instagram and, and all that stuff. Bright side of the sun, tell the people where to find you. Man. Yeah. At Darth void on Twitter. You can yep. follow our show at sun's jam on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter, if it still exists, yep, right. uh, you know, check us out on YouTube. Make sure you, uh, as Suns Geek mentioned, stop by brightsideofthesun.com. Give us uh, some reads there, if you will. And, you know, again, keep those notifications on this summer. You, whenever we go live, moments like this, if your notification's on, you, it's showed on your phone, boom. Suns Jam Session, Suns Geek, they're going live. I yep. can pop in and be a part of that experience exactly. uh, when it occurs. So that's why it's a good idea to have those notifications on. But again, you know, thank you for having me on your channel and being on my channel simultaneously. Uh, I think it's fun, and it, you know, it's nice to know that there's another psycho out there like me who's like, something happened. Run to the computer. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I was just like, I wonder what John's doing. I'm going to DM him, especially <laughs> since we just went live like less than 24 hours like, give ago. Give me 30 minutes. I'm driving home. I'll be <laughs> exactly. there. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> So again, you guys, that's why John mentioned it earlier. Like, just turn on the notifications, stay by your phones, subscribe to Suns Jam, turn on their notice, turn on my notice, because anything could happen. We didn't expect this, John, and here we are. Bam, Eric Gordon signs with the Phoenix Suns. It is ring season, baby. Let's go win this championship. Yes, go home. Yep. (laughs) Go home and love your hobbits. 